0: Many of you are familiar with what's known as the Revised Common Lectionary. The Lectionary is used by both Catholic and Protestant communities all around the world, and this Lectionary suggests four different readings to be used in corporate worship on Sundays. There is an Old Testament reading, there is a Psalm reading, there is a Gospel reading, And there is a reading from the letters of the New Testament. And these readings relate always to the church's liturgical year, the unfolding of the Christian story through each year. And these readings appear on a three-year cycle. In our tradition, both as Presbyterians and here at 2nd Presbyterian Richmond, we follow this lectionary much of the year, but not always. There are days and times and seasons that come along and call forth a certain scripture or a certain series of lessons or something else that might be appropriate for the, for the day. Today's lectionary, however, offers something that feels like an absolute gift from our wonderful God, especially one text, the psalm for this day, this third Sunday of January, and this second Sunday after Epiphany this year. Listen now to sacred words, and in what might feel like scary days, we invite the words of this psalm to cover us and infiltrate everything about our lives. This is Psalm 139, the first 18 verses. You hem me in, behind, and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It's so high that I cannot attain it. Where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and settle at the farthest limits of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me and the light around me become night, even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is as bright as the day, for darkness is as light as the day to you. For it was you who formed my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works that I know them very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes beheld my unformed substance. In your book were written all the days that were formed for me when none of them had yet existed. How weighty to me are your thoughts, O God! How vast is the sum of them! I try to count them. They are more than the sand. I come to the end. I am still with you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God this is a critical and important expression of faithful life in God's care. Psalm 139 conveys a sincere confidence, a wonderful devotion from one who is known and loved and dwells in God's presence. Here's my former seminary professor, Dr. James L. Mays, who was also a great participant in the life of this congregation before he died. Maybe like no other piece of scripture, Dr. Mays says, this psalm portrays human existence in all its dimensions in terms of God's knowledge, presence, and power. It reflects an understanding of the human enclosed in divine reality. Let that sink in just a moment, especially in these days. Human existence in all its dimensions in terms of God's knowledge and presence and power and human life Enclosed in divine reality, this psalm bestows this psalm, nurtures an awareness of an awareness of God as the total environment of life. That's something that I very much need to hear and think about in these particular days, probably like many of you, life has felt increasingly heavy with doubts and darkness about our society, our divisions, our democracy, our future. I'll not go into the details. You know what I'm talking about. We all know the heartaches, the disappointments, and the confusion that haunts us. The first thing to note about this psalm, especially in these days, is how deeply and prominently the psalm speaks about praise to God, praise for God. This is what the psalmist says. I will praise you. I praise you. Wonderful are your works that I know so well. The praise comes so strongly because of really three main things. The Lord knows whatever the psalmist thinks and does the Lord is present, finds him, is with him wherever he is. The Lord is even present before he began to be. And third, nothing about life can outrun and outdistance the truth. Even to the end God is there. Or as the psalmist says, I am still with you. Did you catch the essence now? human existence in all of its dimensions in terms of God's knowledge, God's presence, God's power, and human life enclosed in divine reality. Those words are worth memorizing and repeating. Oh Lord, you have known me and searched me You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You know my path. You know all things. Where can I go from your spirit? You are there. Even darkness is not dark to you. Memorize, repeat them, morning, noon, evening, and we will keep our lives in God's knowledge and presence and power. God knows. God is present. And we can't outrun God ever. God's power prevails. Good words for difficult days. Here's something else to think about regarding this psalm. All the way through these verses, every line syntax jumps from you and your to I and me and my. God is thou to the psalmist I. The psalmist speaks about the self by speaking to God and speaks about God by speaking as self. God and self are intricately linked. Life is enclosed in divine reality. So what is said about God is not some abstract or theoretical concept. It's all relational, relational, God and human being. Everything is deeply related to God. The psalmist affirms that what he is and where he goes and that he even is are all comprehended by the knowledge and the presence and the power of God. That's another way of saying what the Apostle Paul says so well we do not live to ourselves and we do not die to ourselves whether we live we live to god and whether we die we die to god so whether we live or whether we die we are the lords our life our life with god our daily life our good days bad days life our going out and coming in life life is always live related to god god is the environment in which we live and if God is the environment in which we live then the struggles and the heartaches that come our way the limitations and the failings all can be seen in a totally different light if we're always enclosed in divine reality if our lives really belong to God then the mistakes that we carry And the worries about the nation or the world or the shame or the loss that may be ours, the burdens that we know all fall away as less important and can be far less consuming for us. Life is lived in God's reality. And that's what fills us with praise. The Lord's ways shape everything about us. The Lord's ways are wonderful. The Lord's knowing and presence and care around us and power all generate praise from us. That great hymn, which we will sing in a moment, puts it so very well. Oh, love, that will not let me go. I rest my weary soul in thee. I give thee back the life I owe, that in thine ocean depths its flow shall richer, fuller be. The Lord knows. The Lord knows all things about us. The Lord goes with us wherever we go. The Lord finds us wherever we are. Indeed, there's nowhere we can go where God is not able to find us or not with us. We belong to God. If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take my wings in the morning and settle at the farthest limits of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me fast, says the psalmist all of human life enclosed in divine reality. So if you were hoping to hear the gospel message today, that is it. And then, and it always follows, this truth inspires us in the way we live, in what we do with our lives, not just with confidence in God's presence, but courage in living toward God's purposes and toward God's ways. This weekend, we celebrate again the life of Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. And in light of everything going on in our own hearts and around our nation, in light of the beautiful words of Psalm 139, we hear again these words from the preacher, Dr. King. If you want to be important, wonderful you want to be recognized, wonderful. If you want to be great, wonderful. But recognize that he who is greatest among you shall be your servant. Jesus always gives us a new definition of greatness. And King goes on with this new definition of greatness. It means that everybody can be great. Everybody because Everybody can serve. You don't have to have a college degree to serve. You don't have to make your subject and verb agree to serve. You don't have to know about Plato and Aristotle to serve. You don't have to know Einstein's theory of relativity to serve. You don't have to know the second theory of thermodynamics to serve. You only need a heart full of grace and a soul generated by love, and you can be that servant. May God help us all with servanthood in these days. King also said every person has to decide whether he or she will walk in the light of creative altruism or in the darkness of destructive selfishness. May God help us all with our selfishness. And King also said, hatred paralyzes life. Love releases it. Hatred confuses life. Love harmonizes it. Hatred darkens life. Love illuminates it. And certainly, you've heard this one from King. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. May God help us be the people of, not hatred, but love friends we have many, many challenges that burden us in these days we have lots of concerns that perplex us and challenge us in what to do and how to live let us hear Psalm 139 and affirm that God's knowledge and God's presence and God's power shape everything about us that's the real environment in which we live And then, in the words of Martin Luther King, Jr., as people of sincere love and light, let us strive for greatness. Greatness in the ways of Jesus. Loving and serving. May it be so. Amen. Join me now in a word of prayer as we commit our lives afresh to God's purposes. Let us pray. Holy God, to turn from you is to fall. To turn to you is to rise, to trust you, to live in the ways of love and light enclosed in divine reality. Well, that is to abide forever. We seek that way following Jesus. Amen.